This episode is part of the series Know Your Candidates, conversations with city council and mayoral candidates for the election of 2017 in the city of Holyoke, Massachusetts. The Radio Plasma podcast does not support or oppose any candidate for public office. This is a nonpartisan, independent media outlet dedicated to promoting a peace culture, embrace diversity, conversations, sharing of opinions and ideas, and ensure diverse voices are represented in our media. Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. This is the series of interviews, Know Your Candidates. Today, I want to welcome the incumbent city councilor for Ward 3, David Bartley. Good morning. Thank you for being here with us and welcome to the Radio Plasma podcast. Johan, I'll tell you what, it's a real pleasure to be here. This is a really impressive studio and I look forward to our conversation. So you are the incumbent city councilor for Ward 3 and you're running for re-election. And this is an interesting time because now we are seeing more people getting involved in the process. And as a matter of fact, Ward 3 is going to need to have a preliminary. So right now you are running for re-election and it is important for many people, not only the ones who already know you and know your work, but thinking about new voters, especially the youth that are possibly voting for the first time, to get to know their candidates. So this is one of many different reasons to have these conversations. So let's start to getting to know you. What can you tell us about yourself? Well, that was a great statement, and, and there's a lot there in your comments. And I, I, I really want people to, to get to know me because I think the more they get to know me, uh, the more they're going like, to like me. And um, I think they're going to uh, really give me their consideration to polls. But for me, I am I'm 52 years old. just had my birthday, August 27th. Happy I birthday. Am a, Thank you. <laughs> I am a product of, of Holyoke. I, I went to parochial school for eight years, um, or nine years, including kindergarten. Then I went to Holyoke High, and I graduated there in 1983. My, my parents says I, I, I graduated when I was 17, so I was a little bit immature. And so I went one year to postgraduate work at Northfield Mount Hermon School, which is actually in Gill, Massachusetts, um, about 40 miles due north. Went to University of Mass, had a, a bachelor's degree, University of Mass again with a master's degree. And then I went into the workforce, and I ran for state senate in 1994. I lost a primary, Johan, and I said to myself, I will never do it again. I, I, because my father was a politician. I, I, just, I just admired him so much, and I admire all, all elected officials. But when I lost that race, I said, well, that's, that's it for me. Well, uh, that, that, didn't, that, that lasted until uh, 2011 when I ran for this office, and we can get into that more, but just as my, my background, uh, around 2000, I started to have a change of heart as to my, my career. I, I was working for the Commonwealth and the State Auditor's Office, and while I enjoyed it, I didn't love it, and I wanted to do something else, so I was really fumbling around the dark really fumbling around the dark, and I, and, I, and I hope that, and at that point, I was 30, 35, 36 years old, and so this might be, not, not that I want to be pedantic or tell, you know, young people listening, 
what to do, but you can have a change of heart later, later in life, is my point. And, and I had a change of heart. And so I entered law school when I was uh, 36. In fact, the, my first class was September 9th, 2001, which was uh, two days before 9-11. But I, I marched through law school, went five years a night, took the bar exam, passed the bar, became a lawyer, and so now I've been practicing law full-time in, in downtown Holyoke at 195 High for the last, uh, my office has been there for, for 11 years, but I've been practicing law there full-time for five years. So that's my background, and we can talk politics and government. I hope that wasn't too boring and too long, but that's, that's it in a nutshell. So now going into those changes and the motivations that drove you to decide to run and serve for the city of Holyoke, what motivated you? Man, the same thing that motivated me in 1994. Uh, I've, I've got a great love of government and what government can do, mainly, mainly through my father and his great success. But it wasn't really till I, after I got into office that I realized the main point of an elected official, it's not about the elected official. It's about the ability to serve. It's me being in office to serve. And that's a part of what you said earlier. In other words, getting to know your constituents, so your constituents can get to know you. So, and the reason for that, it's not so we can just have this amorphous get to know each other, it's so I can better serve. And how do I better serve? When I better understand the, the needs of the citizens and the ward, and really the city at large. I mean, I do, rep, I do represent Ward 3, and I, I think I represent every corner of the ward, but I, I've also been called upon to look at citywide issues, and, and I'm happy to help and talk about those as well. It's been six years now. Yes. And during this time, what do you feel are some of the issues that you have directly being able to work with, to fix, to oh, solve? Thank you. Thank you. I, I've, it's been from the, the, the smallest things, putting in appropriate street signage so people can find their way to Peck School, to advocate for, this is, you'll like this one, the name Peck School wasn't even on the face of the building. The building faces out to Crozier Field. I advocated on behalf of my constituents with the school board at the time. That's when we still had a school board, remember, that could, they could had a little bit of uh, power. And, and I worked with Mike Moriarty, who was on the school board at the time, and he got Peck School written on the face. You would think that would be an obvious thing, Johan, but it was, it's not obvious for whatever reason. The principal didn't know about it. The, Superintendent schools didn't know about it, but we brought it, you know, a constituent brought it to me, I brought it to Mike Moriarty, we got it done, and now Peck School is on. I mean, would you think that'd be common sense? I mean, most people, you're nodding your head, so for people at radio, I don't know, don't know you're not, but it's, it's common sense. Um, other things, it's been working to preserve open space. There's 22 acres um, off of uh, Whiting Farms Road. We were, we were facing having half of that acreage get wiped out to insert solar panels. I initiated the, the movement to stop that. For, there were a lot of good people on South Martin Street, Woodland Street, um, uh, Eastern Promenade that came together, went down to the planning board meetings, cut the Conservation Commission meetings, and stopped it. 
veterans inserting the, the Purple Heart Trail throughout Holyoke. That was something that I initiated. And one of my favorite things that I've done, about a month after I got elected to office, and again, these are pro-Holyoke things, and we can talk about you know, budget and we can talk about uh, other things, but creating Holyoke Day at the Big E is probably my, my proudest accomplishment. The Big E existed for 95 years. Every abutting community had a, had a day, Springfield Day, West Springfield, Chicopee, Agawam, West Springfield, of course, Westfield. Holyoke abuts West Side. We never had a day. For 95 years, we never had a day. It's incredible. Um, but I was in no position prior to that to, to reach out to anybody. But when, a month after I got elected, I wrote a letter to the executive director of the Eastern States to his credit. He turned that around in a month. He said, uh, Bartley, you got a day. It's going to be the first Tuesday of the fair. And it's been the first Tuesday of the fair ever since. And so the, the Holyoke Day coming up this year is September 19th, which is uh, it's a week before, as you mentioned, the pro we have a preliminary in War Three, and we can talk about that. But it's September 19th. And we've got some, and I'm putting together the, the marchers and the parade. I used to get some help from other uh, agencies in town, but a couple years ago they indicated to me that they don't want help anymore. So that was fine. So I just took it upon myself to, to just organize the parade. And it's been a lot of fun. So we've got... We've got charter school. We've got public school. We've got uh, wonderful um, uh, some Puerto Rican dancers who've been in it the last couple of years. You know, youth dancers. Uh, we've got the, the St. Patrick's Parade. So we've got classic cars. We've got police, fire, politicians. So it, it'll be a good time. For this upcoming new term, what are some of the issues that you think are important to continue working on or to take care of as they emerge now that we are facing different situations and new new issues, not only in Ward 3, but citywide? Boy, I appreciate that question a lot. So so new issues, it's all it's always hard to predict what, what's going to come around the corner. Did, did anyone, um, just to take a step back, city councilors, it's, I try to repeat this as often as I can, we are part-time people. We are not a full-time city council. So though I put in a lot of hours and it sometimes, it sometimes can, can seem like a full-time job, we are, we are paid uh, $10,000 a year and, and that's, that's a fair salary, but it's, it's really part-time. Whereas the mayor, it's, it's his or her job to really, you would think, to set the tone. So seeing, seeing issues down the road seeing development down the road, it's, it's hard for me as a part-time person to predict it. I can say that I am going to be as supportive as I possibly can to new economic development initiatives throughout this ward, throughout the city. Um, there's, always, there's always issues that they're ongoing with um, uh, traffic and road conditions and sidewalks and, and potholes and you know, congestion and, and things of that sort. Um, but there are new ideas that come to me, and, and, and they don't come out of thin air. I've had now 35 monthly ward meetings, which I generally hold on the first Wednesday of the month. I, I won't do it again probably until um, after the campaign because just just a lot of time uh, commitment to campaign and to work and to you know live my life. But through those meetings, I've had you know the constituents come to me. 
and they tell me what their feelings are about certain issues. It could be about a local issue right on their street. It could be about a citywide issue. So when we start generating those meetings again, and if I'm fortunate enough to be reelected, of course, I, I, will, I will take those ideas and bring them to the city council as I've done now in my, uh, in my nearly six years on the board. So, you know, I know I'm speaking generalities, um, but, you know, and of course, if you have a specific question, I'm, I'm happy to address a, any specific issue. But for, for me, those are some of the ongoing things. We'll talk about budget. We'll talk about, you know, trying to make sure that, that we spend our money, our taxpayer money, with the utmost care in our fiduciary capacity. We are, as city councilors, fiduciaries because we represent, and that's really the highest standard of care in the law. When you're a fiduciary, it, it, it means that you have, you have to take the utmost care to make sure that you are really concentrating and spending the funds wisely. So that's what I've tried to do in, in my term. I haven't been perfect, but I've, I've tried my best to, uh, to adhere to that, to that tenet of, of, of having really a lot of sensitivity to know this is taxpayer dollars. One of the interesting things we have, and a new thing, of course, is the Community Preservation Act. Now, that's something, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you, Johan, I didn't see it passing, and, and I am very friendly with several of the advocates of, this, of the CPA. To a person, they didn't see it passing. Uh, the ones that I know. However, it passed, and it's going to be an additional tax to uh, property and owners, a residential commercial, and those funds are going to be passed through the Community Preservation Committee, but ultimately dispersed by who? The City Council, not the Mayor. This is with the City Council's chance to really have some budgetary impact. So again, fiduciary duty taxpayer money, and I've had a taste of that the last six years on the, um, on the, on the committee that I chair, which I, I renamed the Development and Governmental Relations, uh, DGR for short. Um, in fact, you were at the last city council meeting. You heard uh, a couple of that went through DGR committee, and, uh, and those, those, are, those are always fun. And so those fund CPA funds can be citywide. And the DGR committee, we've had community development block grant funds CDBG, sorry for all the abbreviations, folks, but that's the way we work it. That's for the part of the city um, that would be more or less east of Northampton Street, Route 5. So that's, it includes Ward 3, Ward 6, Wards 1, and Wards 2. Part of Ward 7 as well, but not really much of Ward 7 and, and Ward 4. So we've had good success allocating those funds. And, and, and I want to, at this point, uh, make sure I give the mayor some, some credit um, on this. I've had my disagreements with the mayor um, over the last couple of years, but, and I've said this on the microphone at city council, the way CDBG funds are allocated, it's while the city council can recommend, it's the mayor that makes the final decision. And I thought the mayor did a great job this past year in, in taking our recommendations, which again, come from the public. So they're built from the grassroots up. They come from the public, they come to us, and they ultimately go to the mayor. I thought he did a great job in, uh, in allocating the funds, and, uh, and I look forward to working with him for, uh, for the next period of time, or whoever the mayor is for the next period of time, on CDBG as well. So your campaign is up and running. What is your strategy? What are your future events and activities happening in order to gain your constituents' favor and 
more information about what is to expect in the future? Well, the, the I, I think I'm maybe a little unique in, in, a, in the world of elected officials. I, I love campaigning. I have, for each of my elections, without exception, whether I've won or lost, and I've, I've lost them, Fortunately, I've won more than more than I have lost, and and this, and Holyoke's have always supported me, and it's wonderful. The reason, what I love to do in campaigning is I love to knock on doors, I love to go meet people, so I go right up to the door, knock on it, and if they're home, we have a conversation. If they're not home, I, I leave a little pamphlet with my with my cell phone number on it, with my email on it. I think you'll find that that if if you took a little poll of, of folks that have reached out to me, you'll find that they were that had their questions um, replied to certainly within 24 hours, if not, if not sooner. And I would say 90, 95% of those questions have been resolved. And that's, that's a track record I feel pretty proud of. So the, the campaign is, is to meet the voters, hear from the voters, and ultimately we'll respect the will of the voters on the 26th of September. What comes to your mind, uh, knowing that there are three candidates running for War Three at this moment? Right. Uh, it, I, I was speaking with uh, a long-term city councilor. I think he's running now for his, might be his 20th term. And I asked the gentleman, if your recollection has there ever been a preliminary in war in, for uh, War Three, he said, I, I, Dave, I, I don't think so. So... Um, it's it's a unique situation certainly if there if this is the first preliminary and and certainly in the modern era of war three but I, I I think this might be the first ever and uh, it, it tells me that people are interested and and, and I know my, my two opponents uh, peripherally I don't know them very well I, I mean I think I know one better than than the other because um, they but they they've, they've been they come down to our microphone in city council um, they've been outside City Hall uh, with, uh, with various various protests and, and things of that sort, but I really don't know their their positions. Uh, I don't really know uh, what what their platform is. I don't know really much uh, about them, and I think really that's for the voters to decide. I know what I stand for, which is a pro Holyoke campaign uh, to try to bring just a you know, positive outlook for Holyoke. And then try to support it, whether it's whether it's a homeowner, a, a resident, a a visitor, a, an employee, a, a business person. I, I want to do my best to support to support them. And 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 of course our our police and our fire, our, our brave uh, women and men that uh, really help us out on a, on a hourly basis. Never mind daily, hourly basis. And um, so I've I've tried my best again. I'm not going to blow smoke. I have, I have not been a perfect city councilor, but my heart's always been in the right place, and and that's what I what I hope to convey to to folks. So I'm going to run. I'm going to bring my message to people. I, I'm going to let the other candidates run their own campaigns the way they feel. Uh, in this case, uh, they're two two uh, women the, the, um, who ironically live on the same street. I, I don't think they're neighbors, but they're pretty close to each other. And I'm going to let them run their own campaign, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll count up the ballots at the end of the night. So how can the people get to know more about you, to get in touch with you, if there is any website where your campaign is being promoted? This is, this is a moment to let people know how to connect with you. Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate that. And, and, and that's, 
That, that is certainly when I said I'm not perfect. That's one of one of my imperfections is that I, I don't have a website, but if it's just it's a question of, of time and, and money. So it's it's the time and putting it together. But I, I'm while I'm I'm okay with email and cell phone and texting and all that and 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 using the computer for for work. I'm not a website person, so I, I've got to I've got to find a website person. So if there's anybody out there listening who wants to reach out to me, perhaps we can talk about it because I I would really like to talk about it for my city council work as well as my my legal practice. It would be like wonderful to to merge the two. Email uh, Bartley for Ward Three at Gmail, which would be B as in boy, A R T as in Tom, L E Y, F as in Frank, O R. W-A-R-D, the number three at gmail.com. Uh, the telephone number is 413-531-2213. You can reach out to me anytime. I answer my own phone. Um, if, I, if I'm not available, leave a message, send a text. Uh, I'll, I'm happy, happy to get back to anybody, and I'll, I'll generally do it right away. And, and frankly, it doesn't matter if they're, if, you know, who you are. You know, if, if, you, if you have a Holyoke-related question or issue, I'm, I'm going to get back to you. I'm going to answer your question. I'm 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 just going to do that. And um, so I'm very proud of my very proud of my track record. Um, I, I'm really optimistic about where things are going. Uh, we're going to have a change in city council, as you know. We're going to, certainly going to have two fewer at large uh, members. Uh, we know that a, a veteran city councilor who currently serves as city council president is not running for re-election. So. That veteran voice will be gone. That's 12 terms, gone. And a new city council president for next year, whoever, whoever, whoever that person might be. Um, so there's certainly going, to be, certainly going to be changes. And furthermore, a four-year term for the mayor, which I opposed. Um, I opposed putting it on the ballot. I opposed it. Um, I voted against it. But that's a, that's a big change, too. And you know, if you if you want to talk about that, we can as well. I can I can get into the merits of it. But th- those are those are significant changes, and and we still have no end in sight as to when the receiver is going to move out of town. We're we're probably looking at five six years um, of that. But we have a school board that's basically basically emasculated. Um, although I will say this to the receiver's credit, um, he does have the monthly meetings with the school board. The school board members with, with whom I confer advise me that the receiver is warm to their suggestions. But let's face it, the, the school board has no power. Their votes do not count. So that's, that was a change from a couple years ago, and that's going to be status quo going forward. And, and just, just one last point on that. It's, it's, the system is in Holyoke and municipalities as follows. There is a school system that handles half the budget, which is $64 million. And then there's a municipal city council and mayor system that handles the other half of the budget, which is $64, $65 million. So uh, the two, with few exceptions, really do not cross paths. And it, it makes for a, um, for, for the layperson out there who's not involved in government, just wants to go home and not think about it, just pay their taxes and, and vote. You know why is that system set up? Well, it's set up by by law. Is it the best? Is it the best system? Eh, I don't know. Should it be revisited? In my opinion, probably so. I think there should be more merging. Uh, try to get more efficiencies between the s- school department and the city government because there's so many things in common. I mean, we're working for the city of Holyoke. We're trying to move the city of Holyoke forward. 
what do new people coming into town look for? What do new businesses coming into town look for? Well, they're looking for a smart government with great schools. Well, how do you, how do you expect to have, have that recipe when the two main ingredients are separated by law? How is that possible? Well, me as a lowly ward counselor, I don't really have a magic wand, but that's something if, if, uh, if the powers that be want to get creative, that's something they should look at. Any last remarks and a message for the people of Holyoke? Well, let me tell you, I, it's th thank you. Um, it's been an honor. It's been the greatest honor of my life, frankly. Well, that passing a bar exam is a pretty big honor, too, but, and getting sworn in. But I will say it's been the greatest honor of my life to, uh, to serve. Um, it's much richer than I ever expected. It's a lot more fun than I ever anticipated. I've, I've enjoyed it greatly. Uh, the, the gentleman that preceded me, when he told me he didn't want to run, I first told him, I'm not running. A month later, he came back to me. He said, w will you run? And I said, at that point, I changed my mind. That was in 2011. That was all those you know, 17 years after I first ran a loss for a, for a campaign and said I'd never do it again. Uh, but at, when we had that second conversation, uh, I, never, I never thought I would get so much fulfillment out of this. So whether I, I get to stay another term or whether there's somebody new, I know that whomever is going to serve in that city council, it's, if you take the attitude that I have, you're, you're going to learn a lot, you're going to give a lot, and you're going to have a lot of fun. And what's wrong with that? And also, I want to thank you. This has been a really, just, just folks at home. I mean, Johan has, has no notes. Uh, no, he just, he's doing this all from, from just professionalism, and it's been a great interview. And, and again, this is uh, really, really a lot of fun for me. Councilor Barley, thank you so much for accepting this invitation, being part of this series of interviews, and for serving for this past six years. Looking forward for the outcome on this preliminary and the election on November. And this space is always open for you to come back and continue conversations about all those different topics that you addressed today. So this is the first of many future conversations to have, and I look forward to that. I do too. Thank you. This is City Councilor for Ward 3, David Bartley, also a candidate running for re-election in this local election 2017 in the city of Holyoke. And this is the series of interviews, Know Your Candidates, presented to you by Radio Plasma. This episode was recorded and produced here at the Gandara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening.